for you doing well, love it. Attention, attention, my black brothers. What I want y'all to do right now is take out the do-rag. The silky ties down. I want to see the waves glistening. If you got nappy hair, pick it. Don't let nobody discourage you. Ariel. What is up, everybody? It is your lovely boy, Lord Jeffrey. And I'm Derwin King. And welcome back to another episode of That Black Boy Joy, where we create a space where black boys can be themselves and so much more. So how are you feeling right now? Girl, tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm tired, too. I we I feel like the energy we both over here, like, we got to do this. But I'm like, I've been laying around all day, too. So I'm over here, like... Should have slept more than I did yeah. the laying You went on a walk. Yeah, I went hiking today. It was lovely. That was like so. Was that ti- was that part tiring, or are you just more like you got the time? No, I think I just like didn't sleep enough mm. like over the night. So like, yeah. and then like I also have not eaten like an uh, actual like meal today. Same. So I think I'm just running on nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's why. But yeah. the hike was great. Freaking yeah. Rock Creek is beautiful. You oh you did say he was going to Rock Creek. That's ah, my co great. my board director said he he he. I thought you were going to another trail for some reason. Um, but no, yeah, my director was talking about that. And he says he do it. I told you yesterday he does it three, two to three times a week. And yeah, I was it's like, literally beautiful. Girl, I gotta do is that Metro Accessible? Mm-mm. So is it where uh, it's it's like Silver Spring. Silver Spring. And like the closest metro you still have to walk like a mile. Mm. Okay. Well, I still wanna I think the closest metro is like the red line or something. It's, uh-huh. it's out the way, child. Like out the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I still wanna do that. How was your week? How was your week? Good. This week has just been like a. It's. I don't. I don't want to call it like a daze, but mm-hmm. I just feel like things were happening, and I was just sort of like, if we could just get through the week. I feel like we just recorded. Is yeah. it, <laughs> I feel like we recorded yesterday or something. Well, because we hung out yesterday. Oh, we did. Yeah, I see. And we also yesterday. were just like coming up with logistics and stuff. Oh so. yeah, 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 yeah. I was we, like, we. So Debbie and I, um, and Omar went to Meridian Park, which Yay. apparently is like. You can call it, like, Malcolm X Park. Oh, really? Apparently he did, like, a great speech there. Okay. Shout out to Hazim for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it was beautiful. I really... We were just, like, sitting around talking about how we don't ever take advantage of how yep. nice DC <laughs> is. So I was like, let me just, like, find sites to go see. Uh-huh. It was 60 degrees, or actually it was 69 degrees, so. almost 70, since, you know, Mother Earth is burning. Burning <laughs> like Paris. So we went ahead um, and took advantage of climate change and went to view the sites and it was mm. great. And we also went to a Mexican restaurant that was really Stumbled dope. upon it, too. <laughs> it's like, the best places to eat are the ones you stumble upon. Yeah. Like you, you plan to go places, and then, like, if it's not good, you're like, damn, well, this sucked. But you yeah. run into a place, it's like, damn. I was, I was still, I loved it. I don't know, the drink, first of all, it was sketchy, because it was, like, in the beginning, I thought, I didn't know if I was going to like it, because a lot of the drinks sounded, like, spicy, mm-hmm. or, like, very, like, bold with the kick. And I like sweet drinks. So mm-hmm. when I was drinking it, it like balanced it. No. Like it had that smoky taste. That mezcal, that yeah. mezcal was good. And then the nachos, even though already already had guac, which was like the best guac I've ever like had. It's delicious. And then we had the chips and salsa and then I also had nachos. Just was chipped out. Damn, you were chipped out. I didn't realize that. But it was like, to be honest, that was the only thing I could like visually no, I visually knew. Like, if oh. I could, like, I couldn't get a good description of anything. Because okay. I, I don't like to go to nachos because I feel like that's, like, a cop-out. Oh. But I couldn't visually see. I love enchilada. Yeah. <laughs> Let I, me get some enchiladas. That, that was, now, that was good. Mm-hmm. That looked good and it was good. Chimichangas are also really good. Mm-hmm. Chimichangas. Yeah. There's are, like, um, fried and then... Yeah, I know, I know chimichangas, mm-hmm. burritos. Yeah, uh, enchilada. enchilada. But, like, I just was, like, I, I feel like it was basic. But then I went even based, more basic, and got nachos. 
I was like, oh, I want to find something that's like with Pollo. And then I was like, I can't, I can't really see anything. But nonetheless, it was really good. I like the, thank you for also taking us out or getting me. I was like, I get to walk around. I get to see DC more. Cause I, like you said, I never see DC. Like we're always out partying. Yeah. Right. So we don't, I feel like we don't take advantage of all the natural or like daytime things that yeah. are, there are to do in the city that cost no money. Yeah. I don't know like what happened, but like people think, oh, let's do something. And the first thing they think is like something expensive or, and then they don't do it. Cause either they don't want to spend money or they don't have it. Yeah. Whatever. But there are a lot of free things to do in DC. Yeah. We was walking too. Yes. We was I, the fact that how we got like I didn't know how how close Columbia Heights was so close to oh, the yeah. street. I was like we are out, we were it's, it's it like it was like all seamless. Yeah, like, it was like food, and then we went out, and then we like went we like went out, and then we went to another place. It was just like it all just the city's like, small. Yeah, have you, have you ever like done scooters or bikes around no. it? Omar and I did scooters one day from um from Freedom Plaza. That's what it was. We rode um rode from Freedom Plaza to Dupont, and it mm-hmm. was like a 10 12 minute like ride and it was great it was a beautiful day out and it's just like we realized the city is so small yeah i need more of those mm-hmm. i need more of those but um i'm glad you 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 said your week was a day though i know you said it felt like it was like a day yeah, and not like in a bad way yeah. just like i was like well, you know i kind of wanted it to be over with mm-hmm. i feel like i was productive or busy or whatever yeah but i mean i just was like i'm i'm not this isn't my favorite week mm-hmm. so let's just move on yeah, no, I I agree. My um, I think it was the first week back for me, oh. and immediately I felt like I was just thrusted into like everything that I had paused. So I had to um, hire two new people for my for a position. So I did like interviews all week, and then also like I had did late nights at work. So we had like events that was going on. So like there was just a lot of me like staying at work late and then coming in early, which was just very draining and like mentally. And then also I even. I don't even know why I did that, but I added going out <laughs> to that. Like, I had the time, but, like, for the sake of me, like, wanting to try new things, I went out. Mm-hmm. But, like, it did definitely hit me. Like, it's the like my body felt all of it the whole week, but I think I was numb to it. But my week was, like, a daze as well. But it was productive, but I just was like... Isn't that weird? Shit, yeah. You're kind of... Because you're not, like, angry, and you're not, like, yeah. sad either. It's just kind of like... I mean, I could do without this week, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm like, it wasn't the like most memorable week, and yeah. it wasn't the most like relaxed thing, but it was a week. It was a week. Yeah, the view was interesting this week. I will say that much. What? So what was Megan McCain was gone for like two days? Praise God! Everybody was like, she out. <laughs> and then they actually brought Yvette Nicole Brown on. She was, okay. like, you know, her mm-hmm. yeah, I know um, she is. Yeah, that is not my time. <laughs> <laughs> she did a really good job. I so it it made me like seeing her and Anna Navarro on there mm-hmm. made me think like I could do without Megan. I know that they need like a like a strong conservative. And honestly, I was just like, can y'all just put some other annoying conservative, maybe one who's like an adult? Yeah, because that's Megan's problem. She's just she's always like, I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk. And it's like. Please articulate yourself. You know, or she's just, she's just like a little, like genuinely gets these fits. And it's like, I've never seen an adult behave mm-hmm. that way at work. So it's yeah. just really weird to see. Um, Elizabeth Warner handled her really well, yeah. too. Which yeah. it was like, because, you know, she's, um, Megan is always just being her childish, childish self. And like, um, she just antagonizes the, yeah. the guests. Yeah. So she's like, so he's not a terrorist. So Elizabeth Warren's like, um, yeah, well, he's someone that like our foreign, like our intelligence uh, has deemed as like a terroristic threat. Like, and she yeah. says, so he's, so she, so he's not a therapist. He's not a terrorist. Not a terrorist. And like Elizabeth Warren doubled down, like, and she just kept repeating what she was saying. And at some point, she ended up having to say yeah, which pissed me off because whether or not he is, it, it was just weird. Megan has a has a very bad habit of spitting out conservative um, 
rhetoric. Mm-hmm. It's like never to push an actual like policy agenda. It's always just about like talking points for yeah. the Republicans. And that's just completely useless. It's a waste of everyone's <laughs> time and it keeps like the people brainwashed. It's so weird. She's a weirdo. Yeah, She's I, a I, you're a weirdo, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Megan is I watch the snippets. I don't watch the view. Um I love it. But <laughs> the I view. don't I, every time I listen to Megan, I'm just like all right. But what about what about you joy this week? What what was something about you joy this week? Honestly, I think yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Like I just love being out in nature. So yesterday yeah. with today was just really good for me to feel in tune and really connected to the universe. So, yeah. Child, so. I I enjoyed it. I'm never I like I told you yesterday I don't like mother nature and it's more so of like the bugs and just like just getting dirty, like, severely. Like, not... I like to get dirty, but, like, not just random-ass dirty. Like, I just be like, oh, how the fuck did I get mud on me or something like that? But um, I enjoyed being out. I enjoyed the fresh air because I stay so consumed to myself that, like, uh, I was like, let me just... I feel like I was like, let me try this. Let me do this. Let me do... Like, I just was, like, f- like wanting to do that. And I appreciated, like, the the air and I just... Where we was going, like, I just was, like, letting it all go. Yeah. Like, let me just go with the flow. Let me just, like ride it out and i actually enjoyed myself yesterday it was it was fun met people while we was out um was really dope um so yeah i enjoyed that as well um so what's up y'all we are back for another great episode um this week we have a lot that we're going to talk about um the topic of this week is this is numbers and astrology numerology numerology are uh we're going to be talking about a lot of our personality numbers our life path numbers just a lot of understanding what these things mean and how they intertwine. Yeah, I like to call okay. them like your your identity descriptors Come or like on. your identifiers. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's language for that whole... Because I, I like to look at mine holistically, uh, which I'll talk a lot about later. Mm-hmm. But anything that sort of is key characteristic of like who I am as a person and what my personality is, I'm yeah. always delving into that. So Yeah, I'm, I uh, first of all, shout out to you for wanting to like talk about this because yeah. this is something I didn't know a I'm lot just of venturing it. into numerology. So, I would love for us to talk to an actual numerologist, yeah. but I felt like this was, it was worth bringing up. It's so like the beginner. Just, yeah, you yeah. know, so people can just get yeah. accustomed to it or just like exposed to it, I should say. Yeah, so this episode, we're going to try our best to uh, help you all figure out your numbers as well, tell you about our numbers yeah. and hopefully Help you all have some insight on that. But first, we are gonna do what we always do: our Black Boy Black Joy Spotlight. So today's spotlight is gonna go to Mr. Gangsta Gurry. Gurry. Um, that's G A N G S T A G U R R Y on Twitter and I believe on Instagram as mm-hmm. well. Um, lovely, lovely. So really credible in the spiritual world. Um, so I felt like it was super relevant to what mm-hmm. we're talking about today. Um, just because really, he really loves. Um. Like angel numbers, which is something uh, we've talked about those before, right? Like no. repeated numbers. Oh 11, yeah, 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 yeah. Tiffany with the he whole time catches them all the time. Eleven, eleven. Oh gosh, let me yeah. tell you. Every time I see one, I'm like, ah, angel number. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the universe. Um, he's actually doing tarot readings. Uh, was on BuzzFeed recently. Mm. Um, talking to them. I want to. I want to say about astrology. Um, really good. Just like really good social media presence, really like a, a ball of light, and always willing to share what he knows on the timeline. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to give give him a shout out um, because I am I honestly believe one to him to be one of the um, more credible people yes. on on my timeline when it comes to spirituality. He also has a podcast, Mystic Mystic Podcast, podcast yes. um, and that Twitter is Mystic Pod. So that's M Y S T I C P O D. 
go ahead and give him a follow, y'all, and yes. check out the, the content because it's great. Literally, is good at just offering a positive light and like giving you guys information about um, astrology and about tar- um, tarot. That I said tarot. Excuse me, tarot. Mm-hmm. I, did you know that that's how you say that? No, it's tarot. <laughs> I, I literally have said tarot my entire life. Tarot. I say tarot cards. I don't even put the like you, T. Tarot I say tarot. Tarot. Yeah. Tarot. Okay. Tarot cards. <laughs> Girl. Yeah. So shout out to you, sir, uh, Gangsta Gurry, and keep uh, having that black boy joy and black boy, serving that black boy magic. Yes. That black boy magic. So we are going to transition into our hot topics, which I actually have another one that's like we can like talk about slightly. But um, let's get into our hot topics of the week. I want to start with my little read because. Come on. (laughs) Did you see fucking Justin Timberlake? That's not that man's name. Justin. Just one Justin, they all. One Justin, they all. Justin Bieber and that dumbass yummy, yummy song. Yummy, My coworker yummy, keeps singing. I it. like the song. Oh god, it was so it's trash. It's very cutchy. He first of all, sis was, was up on comeback. the Instagram posting them baby pictures, talking about some yummy. Yeah. And I was like, this is a weird thing. Like, where's your team? Like, where are your people? Somebody said he looks like his like his ass stink. He does. <laughs> yeah. I would. No. <laughs> he recently disclosed that he has like Lyme's disease. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, yeah, he did it. I don't know if he just yeah. looks ill then, but mm-hmm. I, who knows? Yeah. He also was like posting these desperate ass messages. He's on trying to, Insta- so you know he's trying to get Ready Rock or uh, the guy that has the song called The Box. Oh, oh, oh. I just, I've really just learned who that is. Red, Roddy, Roddy, something. Roddy Rich? Yes. Roddy Rich. He's trying to get, so Roddy Rich is like, I think number one for The Box, his song The Box, which I just heard I really like, fuck, I fucked with. Huh. So he's trying to get his, his song Yummy for number one, which, white privilege. Yeah, first of all, why do you think y'all can make it. trash and just like, Spoon like shove yeah. it down people's throats. We don't because he it. had a comeback, so he's, he hasn't put out music and all that. I really don't care for him. I like his music, but I mean, yummy, yummy, keep that to yourself. But yeah, he is being he is pleading. <laughs> he said the video of the gay that was like, it's not it, uh, uh, it's not it. And then Justin Bieber was in the back of the car and jumped down, was like, what? Yummy's not it. He's like, no, no, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. I said, I said what I said. I said what I said. Yeah, he's really desperate right now. And I think Ready Rock posted something like take make number like make uh, what's it called? Yummy number one. Which mm-hmm. I was like, I guess. Yeah, well I wouldn't, so <laughs> I was like, all right. Um so the bushfires in Australia. This shit is crazy. I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, what exactly is happening. All I do know is that, like, I saw a map of all the areas that were on fire, and it's just so much of it. And the poor koalas. Did you see that um, koala chlamydia was trending? No. So they would bring attention, like, the koalas. So it was like, it was like, it was like a, like what is this, a a clickbait. Yeah. Yeah, to just bring awareness. Because, first of all, I don't know if you guys know this, but koalas carry chlamydia. Um, I actually learned that at work, uh, like, three weeks ago. Someone told me that. Did you just taught me something? Yeah. <laughs> koalas carry chlamydia. I did not know that. So, um, I don't know if you remember that video of that koala just, like, drinking water yes, from the bikers because they were so thirsty. So, that was, like, uh, almost a month or so yeah. ago. And then the fire started or whatever. Um, a lot of people have been displaced. People have died. Mm-hmm. They're um, they're going to be fighting those for a while. What My thing, like, I think we, we talked yesterday, but I was just like, you told me that it was like, you, you believe, I don't know if it was, it was man-made. The fire. Some of them were. Right, no, so some of that's them are. I said believe. I wasn't yeah. about to, you know. Well, it was because I saw a tweet that was saying that people were using the fact that some of the fires were man-made um, as a reason to discredit the rest of them, which, knowing, like, Earth is absolutely burning. I mean, Puerto they Rico even, just had a, what, an earthquake? Yeah. And they just had another. I just My weather app tells me. Um, when shit be rocking. Yeah, so they <laughs> literally actually, something else happened again. Yeah. So it was just like, well, what the fuck? And it was so funny because everybody was like enjoying yesterday, but we should have came to the realization that it is middle of January and it is 
70 degrees. I was like, what do we do? Like, how do we deal with this? We and, gotta like, enjoy were, this. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> we can enjoy it, but at the same time, we should be very sad that, like, it's January and 70 degrees. Like, the the earth is really, like, Cause it, through Because it's in, in D.C., in the DMV, it snowed Monday. Yeah, like, it did. Monday or Just Tuesday. Just days ago. And, what? Imagine, like, when we were, what, like, nine yeah. and eight, and we were just starting to hear about, like, it, we were just starting to hear about climate change, and we were calling it global warming. Yeah. And, like, people were just like, it's not real. And, like, we're living in the, in the effects of that today. And, like, the fires are emitting so much carbon, which is just going to destroy the ozone layer, which we were already destroying in the first fucking place. Child. I just think about, like, what are, like, how and what can we do I mean, there's. I mean, we there's a lot of things that we can do, but it's just like I wish we just all would take a stand and just be like, you know what, like we need to really put our feet to the ground mm. and change what we're doing because we will be extinct. Yeah, <laughs> like the Earth will still be here. She's like, I'm gonna fuck y'all up. We getting you, you out said of here. Earth is like, I think we talked about this before, but you know how Earth is probably like, you know what I did to the dinosaurs? We talked about this with um, <laughs> De Breezy. Yeah. Yep. Yes, you know, we did, we, didn't we? What we did with the dinosaurs, bitch, y'all about to do the same. That's what Earth is doing. Mother Nature, she like, I'm gonna eat y'all. I'm not playing with y'all. This is the end but, of that. I'm serious. I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, we need to get our shit together. I we mean, definitely need to. Well, I mean, we were always people are always having the conversations about what we can do as individuals, and like, yeah, we can do our part and recycle and whatnot, and like. Like reduce our carbon um, footprint, but at the same time, we there are large companies. That's that are, what I'm talking about. We like individually, no, but like large companies. I don't like the idea that we can't do anything, mm-hmm. but like it is not our sole responsibility to change how this thing works. And like, I mean, I, it's going to be up to the people to fight like the bigger companies, the ones who are actually like causing this issue, just like in any sort of. A non-sustainable. What is it? Unsustainable. Oh, unsustainable. Unsustainable. Mm-hmm. Take two sips. Okay, long nights. Um, you know, practice like capitalism, yeah. just like anything that is really like working against us actually keeping the Earth healthy mm-hmm. and alive and flourishing. Because animals are dying, and that's sad. Yeah, like just, it's really and their natural habitat just like just chilling. Cannot do nothing. Uh, and yeah. the people are dying too. So yeah. Uh, so that's that Keep one. up to date. I know there's a lot of us, a lot of things I'm seeing. Proceeds are going straight there now. Like, yeah. everybody is just like... You can adopt a koala. You cannot take the koalas home, but you can support them the way that, like, you could adopt an African child back in the day when they used to have them little hotlines. Oh, God. Or a Kenyan child. Whatever, <laughs> honey. <laughs> what? Just thinking about, like, um, this, this, like, the similarities. Like, wow. Like, you can adopt a... Um, a koala, just like you could uh, back in the day adopt a Kenyan kid. Just send them money for a while. Yeah. The poor koalas. You see the little burnt tails and ears. Oh, it's just like, they're so... just like, people put them in their cars like, we just need to get you out of here. It's so sad. Yeah. What else is going on, girl? How do you feel about Amanda Seals being on The Real? Oh, God, I watched like a minute of it and I was like... <sighs> I mean, they like her. They want her there. Yeah. Like, Lonnie was... She, she was talking about something, and she had gotten a little long-winded, but it was fine. She was saying nothing terrible. But um, Lonnie was like, no, that's why we have you here. You 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 bring a certain, like, point of view to this show because she's a little bit more conscious. Yeah. She's really the female version of T.I., honestly. Really? Just using unnecessarily, like, large words where they don't necessarily oh. fit. And it's just, like, weird. It just sounds weird. Yeah. She had done that on Twitter, and that's why I noticed. And, like, she, it was just, like really convoluted like she was just saying words and it was like girl your point ain't even like in this yeah. <laughs> and somebody was like that's a long way to uh saying uh i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> or something it was yeah. like 
it was funny, but I don't I don't think she necessarily adds anything. And if she's if what she is adding is a conscious perspective, yes, that's what it then is. the bar is on the floor. Yeah, that's what it is. Cause like if you she has a podcast uh called Jim uh not Jim's like Small Doses with Amanda Seals. When she was on the show, she was like very insightful insightful compared to the other women. Cause you know, to me the real Yikes. is very it's just pop surface. culture. It's, it's all pop culture. All pop culture. Superficial. It's just basically like, so raise your hand if you've like accidentally had razor bumps when... That's what I see about the real. Like, I love... It's definitely catered to like the 20s, like 21, 30, like, you know, that age. But I think she adds that... That quote-unquote gem of knowledge. I think she's a great addition for that show. Lonnie... To me, yeah. was doing an okay job of it. Yeah. Like, w- well, okay, not to say that she's doing as great as maybe Amanda would be for that role, mm-hmm. but um, she was the more like aware one in the group of them. Adrian would know a little something for a little yeah around the house, <laughs> right? You know? But Lonnie would be like, she would be the one with the like, well, the core message here, mm-hmm. the real takeaway is blah blah blah. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I mean, people don't like Amanda Seals not because they're hating on her, but mm. because she's kind of insufferable. Yeah, she like she throws she's in your face. Like she's very like aggressive or very like I'm going to hit you with this. Me, like, me, me. Me, like this is unjust. This is wrong. And off I've I also saw that she had like spoke on something and did not have all the facts. Yeah, that was what I was that's exactly Wasn't what I was that talking was, about on um, Twitter. What's his name? The activist. Oh, I have no idea. I forgot his name. Oh, maybe that. something Sha- else. Then. Sean. Shane. Sean King. Sean King. So this yes. is something she just does regularly. Yeah. She jumps the gun. Yeah. Well, I've heard her. One thing, I, a pattern for Amanda is she very much victimizes herself. She makes herself to be a victim. She uh, apparently Marsha Ambrosius was terrible to her when she was on tour with her. It's something um, insecure. You know, yeah. So she had crashed the PR. Um, what was it? Issa's like publicist, yeah. like her party, and then runs to Twitter. Like I wasn't she wants invited, people to yeah. fight her battles for her because yeah. I don't know. And she refuses to believe that it's because she's a light skinned person because there aren't people just running around doing that. I mean, Nini sometimes, but she's got a complex. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda yes. genuinely like is just like super narcissistic. Yeah, she is. I I, I, I wish her the best. I think the show. Um, you think it needed her? her? I think I think I to me I think it needed her because there was nothing going. I think they needed that role. Yeah, I, I'm that. not saying I would. I do wish Amanda well on the show, yeah. and I'm interested to see how she does. I'll watch a few clips. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit up and look at the whole. Do you, who do you else? Who else do you? I know we're we're just like who else would you have thought would have been a great candidate if you have if you thought about for this? like a conscious black woman? I yeah. haven't thought of it. Um, who's some conscious black women I really enjoy with a platform? See that the thing I think they chose someone who had a too large of a platform and not necessarily someone who's used it mm-hmm. um effectively because mm-hmm. Amanda's like a lot of talk, but like mm. I I'm not aware of her organizing. Yeah, how do you feel if Kiki would have went to that to the real mm. instead of being with Michael? And Sarah, they would have had, they would have needed the foresight to put her on there at the beginning. I don't feel like they. I feel like she's above it. Actually, Kiki. I actually feel like Kiki. She's young too. She's yeah. She's young. Yeah. She could. She couldn't like. She she was the one that didn't have kids, and yeah. she also just was like that. I think she also was like. Some, I don't know if it was... Um, to quote, don't quote me on this, but I think there was talks about that before. Like, really? Was, like, spitting that out. But, like, I think she couldn't relate to the cast. I'm trying to blank on conscious black women right now for yeah. that show. I don't know why. Um, 
but I mean, I would prefer someone who has a likening to like Sunny Hostin, who like yeah. brings facts. Yeah, and so you know, yeah, and I'm, that isn't to say that Amanda doesn't, but she's just very much Twitter woke. So yeah, no I shade to that. Amanda. We are we, you know, just talking our thoughts and opinions. We, you know, all that stuff. We uh, support you on the show. Uh, Absolutely. Yes, I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm about to say Amanda Seals uh, again. Beyonce. Yes, Ivy Park. I, I didn't have to say not just that Beyonce. I mean, Beyonce's always up to something. I mean, it's just doing shit. Okay, so like Ivy Park rolled out, or at least like she sent the PR stuff to like the celebrities, and I avoided every single video because I don't like reminders (laughs) that I'm not like. Yesterday, I was like, Devin, look! I was like, I'm not looking at that. I, I don't want to see this beautiful yeah. orange case, which is my favorite color, being delivered to celebrities' houses of, like, exclusive merchandise that I'm not going to have. Like, yeah. first of all, like, I'm not on the PR list, so I don't want to watch other people, like, have that joy. I mean, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> How do you get even on Beyonce's PR list? You got to be somebody. I mean, I am somebody, but she don't know me yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, she going to know you, though. She going to know I've seen a lot. I've seen some pieces. Um, I think a lot of people's tweets were, where do you wear these outfits, too? <laughs> People was like, bitch. I think there was like brunch. a track, <laughs> right? And that's, uh, that's what people were saying. Like, all these outfits are brunch. Yeah, they're gonna wear them to brunch. brunch. What do you mean? They're these going to brunch them outfits. To brunch. They're not gonna work out in those clothes. No, hell no. It's they're Beyonce stuff. Sporty, sporty wear. Right. The Adidas though was hot. Mm-hmm. I fucks with Adidas. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. So shout out to her for that. Um, yeah. I I feel like. Long time coming. Been excited for Ivy Park to have a new rollout. I mean, their last stuff was... I kind of just, like, was unmoved by the original. It, like, went under the rug for me. I don't know if I was because I was, like... It wasn't really anything. It was just, like, black and white shit. It wasn't, like, yeah. super cute. I mean... I was like, is there anything I can get? <laughs> is there anything I can purchase? I mean, I, I could I'll purchase. buy the women shit. I was like, I could purchase it. I will. Will it fit my body? Yeah, see, I, my body is made for that, so... Come on, Curves. Wait. Like, ooh, yes. I mean, I can't wait to put on a uh, jogging suit. Somebody, somebody, <clears throat> men, can buy me one. Come so, on, men. Men. Be good for something, please. I'm screaming. <laughs> um, I think that's it. We is have, that all we have for the Oh, girl, we, yeah, we, we extended our... Oh, okay. our, no, we extend nothing. But yeah, I think that's all that we have for our hot topics for this week. Um, you don't have nothing else, no? No, I really don't. So we are going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to get into our numerology and shit yeah. like that. Hi, guys. We are back with our topic of the week. It's numerology. All so, about the numbers. Yeah. Just like I, I've recently been delving into numerology um, again because, you know, like to find out stuff about myself. So I was saying earlier that, like, I like to have a holistic view of who, like, my identity and yeah. my personality. So, you know, we've talked about the Myers Briggs before. Yeah. Myers Briggs. Um, we've also, I think, talked about horoscopes here before. Yeah. So, I mean, just as you continue to evolve and learn mm-hmm. about yourself, there are always, it's it's always good to know of tests or just like identifiers or descriptors that could help you get a full scope picture of yourself. I like to call it like a map. Like mm-hmm. I have these like th- uh, these tools that help me develop a loose map of who I might be. Mm-hmm. And I say might because, you know, we change. I had this conversation earlier today. We, we evolve. So like, yeah, a lot of the stuff could be accurate today and might not be accurate in a month or some of the stuff could be inaccurate today and will be accurate in a month. Um, so... I started off learning my life path. I think I saw someone tweet about it. So mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I wonder I've what mine is. I've always seen, like, life paths yeah. and numbers, but I just never, like, not that I didn't take a, I didn't take, get, like, really serious about it. I just was, like, wrapped up in, like, the Myers-Briggs, and I was wrapped up in, like, my astro- my, my zodiac sign. Yeah. And then I got into, like, you know, my moon rising and my sun rising See? and all that shit. So then 
like when you talked about it yesterday, I was like, this is a great time for me to like dive into it because I love being well rounded. Yeah, see, like if you guys know, if you've never heard of life path numbers, I really advise that you go to Google and and research them. We'll give you a little information. Yeah. I'm not a numerologist, <laughs> so I am still limited. Um, but I'll tell you guys what I know. So there are um nine mm-hmm. plus three, twelve life path numbers. Um, <laughs> no, nine plus one three. through nine. And then you've got 11, 22, and 33. So the way... Yeah, those are master numbers. Oh, man. Yeah. They're really interesting. I don't have, like, too much information on master numbers. They seem, like, a little bit more mystic. They're like like, Pokemon characters, but you like like the beast. (laughs) I'm just playing. So the way you calculate the life path number is you add the dates, like, or the the, um, integers. What is it? Like, the digits. The digits, yeah. Of your birthday together. So, for instance, mine is 12... 19 um 1994 so i would do one plus two plus one plus nine plus one plus nine plus nine plus four yeah Yeah. and mine is nine we should actually post this on our page yeah that could be an that could be one of our daily okay yes okay (laughs) okay yeah yeah so um after you you do that you so what you want to do is you want to get it all the way down to one number so i know you guys are like how the hell did you get to nine so you are trying to get to one digit yeah the only time you keep two digits is if they're repeated numbers, like 11, 22, or 33. You're not going to get, like, a 77, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so if you end up with 11, do not go down to 2. If you end up with 22, do not go to 4. And if you end up with 33, don't go to 6. Just leave them as they are, and then research life path number 11, 22, and 33. Mm. So it's very simple. If you have a hard time or your math is a little shady, some of y'all didn't do very well in elementary <laughs> math, that's okay. You know, I'm not judging. Then there are lots of calculators and yes. they all will give you the same data. So um, let me give you guys a little bit of information about what the names are per life number. Yeah. So let's start with number one. Life path number one is the leader. Their values are individuality, independence, and autonomy. Mm-hmm. Challenges for the life path number one include to develop a voice of your own and a greater sense of self-confidence. Okay. Um, so that's if you're life path one, I encourage you to go look up things like um, what are the like more of your challenges? What are some of your um, the things that are important to you or how do you move through life? Because yeah. really what it'll tell you um, and what's really helpful is it'll tell you how you relate to the world around you. Um, and maybe, like, what your life's mission is. Um, what drives you? Yes. Because there are other numbers, too, that we're going to dive in. We'll do number two. The meditator. Also, the diplomat. Is it the mediator or meditator? It would be mediator. <laughs> well, because mediator and diplomat yes. are the same thing. Um, so they're interchangeable. Some of these names, um, it, it depends on... They all will mean the same thing, but yeah. there might be different terminology. Values being partnerships, balance, and love. Challenges being to tap into your emotional sensitivity and use it to connect with others. Mm. Life path number three, my favorite number, is the socializer. Their values are creativity, self-expression, and fun. Challenges are to remain optimistic yet realistic in the face of difficulties. Life path number four, the worker. Values are structure, discipline, and health. Challenges are to balance your ambitions with your need for security. Mm -hmm. Life path number five, the free spirit. Values are adventure, movement, and change. Challenges to find some kind of daily structure that works for you. Number six, the nurturer. Values, responsibility, family, and long-term goals. Challenges to make your home comfortable for yourself and for others. 
Number seven. Is that you? Mm, yes. <laughs> Girl, what's you? Three? I'm nine. I'm okay, ten. you said it was your favorite, so that's why I was going to wait until we <laughs> No, three is just my favorite number. Oh. So, uh, the seeker. The seeker slash the intuitive. So, values are a meditative thought, introspection, and um, imagination. Mm-hmm. And your challenge is to listen to your rational side as much as your intuitive side. Mm-hmm. Um, number eight, the power player. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Values are authority, material things, and success. Damn. Isn't that interesting? Yep. <laughs> challenges are to learn when exerting control is helpful and when you're better off letting someone else take over. And um, the last one we're going to talk about because I don't ha- have too much information about master uh, master numbers and I'm not trying to lead y'all astray. <laughs> right. You're gonna is, those um, yeah, but I I will post about it on the Instagram yes. for you guys. Um, any information we have, we'll put on, on the um, Instagram. Yes, you will. Life path number nine is the humanitarian. The humanitarian. Values are compassion, understanding, and acceptance. Very huge theme in my life. Um, and challenges are to come away from every new experience a little bit wiser. So um, we give that to you guys so that after we talk about ours, you, if you're interested, you can um, find your number and then at least you'll know what it is. Yeah. And then you guys can continue the conversation. So and let's talk about what we got. Yeah, You also can find on certain sites, uh, it gives you like a personal mission of your number as oh, well. Yes. So um, that'll be helpful as well to help you get a clear sense uh, of a direction that you will be going in with this life number, but yeah, numerologist.com yeah. has a cool little video um, where you can put your num- your name and your birthday in there and they'll do a whole <clears throat> summary for you. So we'll also talk about what we got on that one. Yes. Yes. Cause they have like soul urge numbers and life path or not life path, um, desire numbers. Yeah. So we're going to talk about what we got to give you guys a little bit of information and mm-hmm. then you'll be, you'll want to get it yourselves. So you are number nine. Yes. I'm number nine. So one of the coolest life things path. about, yes. um, being a life path number nine is they say it is a collection of all of the life paths. Mm. And so that we'll be able to relate to like everybody from one through, um, nine. Cause right. like, you can, they say you have the leadership of one and then the love of two. Um, so it's really, really interesting and actually helped me see myself as I relate to other people. I tend to mesh well with a lot of different type of people, mm-hmm. types of people. And I always wondered why. And I'm inclined to believe. I mean, so my Myers-Briggs will say it's because I'm an extrovert. Yeah. And then like, you know, my, what is it called? Horoscope will tell you because Sagittarius are fun lovers and Mm -hmm. they just love to talk to people and have profound conversations and no things are true. But Life Path says it's because I, um, I just like have the experiences or the have gone through the the experiences that a lot of people have at least in some point of my lifetime or some other lifetime. Mm. Um, so I really really appreciated that. They also say, um that we're just, like, drawn to heal people. Mm. Like, the life path number nine is... They're called the humanitarian because we have so much wisdom and have experienced a lot of loss, apparently. Like, Mm. yeah, so I thought that was interesting because two things about me. I lose everything. (laughs) I'm like, ooh, child. And um, I am often, like, connected to the feeling of the loss when when, when it's not a material thing as well. Like an experience, the loss of a state of mind or some sort of state that I, I had been in. So I thought it was interesting. I haven't lost a lot of people. Yeah. I, like, but I don't think it should death. be just labeled to that. Right. I mean, stu- like stuck to like the loss of a person. It could be the loss of like so many different things because you can lose a lot. Yeah. Like, except for just people. So yeah, I get that. Oh, and, and so it made me think a lot about how I relate those things because apparently the reason why life path number nine goes through loss is so that they learn to let go. Mm. So it is the idea of like, if something is ripped away from you, then you can remember to stay, 
not unattached, but just like grounded. stay grounded mm-hmm. in yourself and not rooted in other things. And honestly, that's exactly how I approach those things. I when I when I lose something, I get mad at first, but what I tell myself afterwards is, you know, you weren't supposed to be so attached to that thing. And mm-hmm. I do understand that to be my purpose. Like, I don't value material things that much. Right. Um, I don't know if there was a time in my life when I did. Maybe mm-hmm. there was. But I've never really, like, my mom would tell you the way I keep things up is, like, I don't know, I could get something new and shiny and it'll be, like, <laughs> damn to hell in, like, three weeks. <laughs> Shut up and it's gone. The only thing I, like, take care of now is my space. But material things don't, really like, matter that much to me. And apparently that's that's a function of the mm. life path number nine. So another um, thing um, that they say, according to numerologists at least, it's, like, that we desire to see the world and learn everything we can from it. Which mm-hmm. I've said before. Like, I've said that prior to understanding my yeah. life path number. I know that I am an explorer. Like, I like to explore. But see, like, it, when I hear something like that, it makes me think, like... I was definitely born on the day that I was born for a reason. You know what I mean? Because for right. that to be what Sag- what like the Sagittarius does, mm-hmm. and for that to be like my life path number, I'm like, okay, so maybe <laughs> like, my this existence is, is like purposeful. This you shit know? Because I, I so I want to just put this out there while we're talking about this. Yeah, you can take it or leave it, girl. I am not trying to sway y'all into believing in the like validity of numerology, but I do want everyone to understand like the num the world functions on numbers. Your computer functions on a series yeah. of numbers and codes. The codes, yeah, like and numbers we use it for data systems to keep track of shit like to create the world we live in so you do know that there's power and weight in numbers mm-hmm. if you can choose to or not to um believe what your life path yeah. says um ours again so we also have like natural gifts of fortitude adaptability and quick recovery which help us overcome um many times of suffering and difficulty so apparently my life will be riddled with suffering <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Is that one of the challenges? Like, what? Oh, wow. Like, literally, it was like, you will suffer a lot. And I was like, no, I don't want to. But I guess that's your that's your life path. And I think it's teaching you how to push through it. But that shit sucks. Like, you it know? Is. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm like, but, I, I don't know what to say. I'm like this. It is. Well, they say the reason we suffer, it's not, it's not for naught. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love saying that. I got that from my friend Alexis. It's actually so that we can help others heal. That's mm-hmm. the reason why we're good healers is because we experience very deep pain, mm-hmm. but we recover from it quickly. Mm-hmm. You'll see me, like, I. the longest I think I've been in, like, a depression could be, like, a, a, two months or so. But on the other side of that depression, every single time, I'm, like, this super in Enlightened and like, I've got all this clarity. Really, really interesting. Um, and I think the final thing I'd like to share about the life path number nine is mm-hmm. that we're apparently really creative and like to excel in everything we do because we use our um, imagination. We're uh, we often see the big picture, mm-hmm. um, and we focus on goals outside of ourselves, such as working towards a benefit of the family, nation, or humanity. Things and people. Um, that we need for support and encouragement seem to come to us without effort. That was one of my favorite things to hear because mm. I do often like stumble upon like things that work out well for right. me. Like I didn't, I, I don't, I didn't consciously join this podcast. Yeah. Like we met yep. and then you invited me to do an episode. And, <laughs> and then here we go. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> imagine if I had like sat down and like, okay, I want to meet up with da 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 da. It was very strategic, like very like. And it like, like, yeah. a lot of the shit that happens to me, it never is. Yeah. I if I am strategic about something, it's just like it either has very low impact, <laughs> or like it just completely goes com- awry. Oh, but the things that I'm like really hands off about really just fall right into my lap, and mm. I happen to be lucky in that way. So yes, I suffer, but the universe also really looks out for me. Okay. So that's what I'll share about number nine, uh, the life path number nine for now. 
Um, what, yes, tell us about seven. I am um, life path number seven, the seeker. And the seeker's personal mission, which um, if you want to know the the source that I'm using for mine, um, Felicia Bender, she is a woman who has videos that explains um, our life paths in depth. Um, it just gives you a clarity and understanding of what your life path is and just all of that stuff. I was going to plug her. Felicia knows what she's talking Felicia about. Felicia does. Tori loves Felicia. But she was like, <laughs> oh, I like girl. that my girl Felicia. She knows what she's talking She yes. does. Her videos are really, really on it, And it's clear. It makes you understand and it breaks it down and like, not, I don't want to say simplifies it, but it gives you... <laughs> I would say it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't oversimplify yeah. it, but it does give it like it gives it into a way that you can it's digestible. Yeah. yeah. So um, the life path number seven, um, the seeker's personal mission is to develop um, our sense of spirituality, intuition, trust and openness in every aspect of our lives. So a lot of um, seekers, we love to learn. We love knowledge. We love to just like figure out how certain things move. We're very like data data driven we are always trying to figure out the practical of things mm. like the just basically why does this do this why does this do that how does this this does that which can um to me in my opinion i didn't ag- i didn't think i was like that yeah i wanted to hear that <laughs> i want you to tell the people that i didn't think i moved very meticulous because i always am like oh i'm a free spirit i love how things i just go with the flow and i realized that that's not how i move mm. like even when i talked earlier i literally am intentional with yes. forcing myself to hang out. It wasn't like a oh, let me just go with the flow. It was like Devery, you need to just go with the flow. Let it go with the flow. So that was very unique to me because I was I combated that but then I started to like piece how I move because I'm very meticulous. Like yeah. I don't move certain ways if I don't feel comfortable, if I don't you know, think this is going to add up or anything. So it was very interesting. You were really hung up about the data driven Yeah, because when I think about data in regards to work, I hate um, punching in numbers. I hate like going off of like this is this, this is that, then it cannot be this. Especially even when I went to school, like I hated classes that were like it was only one answer. Mm. I always wanted to with my degree. I always wanted to go into things where like you can um, based on your observation, this is what you assume. Like not nothing was concrete. It was basically how much information that you can pull from your resources or from your theories to support your case. Like I loved case studies, yeah. so I've always applied that to my life. I so mean, but when, that counts as data too. It's yeah, just not like integers. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I, I get I interpret data as there's only one answer. Mm. Like that's why I hated math because like. Like you, if you mess up one number in long division, your whole formula is fucked. Whereas if you you do you don't if you do in um, a case study, if you you know can prove your argument, then you're you're good. So I think that was mine. But like data, you do have to pull data to like support your argument. Yeah, which I am like, yeah, I do like data because it just it bumps what you're saying as more credible. Like proof. You're yeah. like very much attached to like evidence. Yeah. So we um, tend to devour information in Excel when we are able to um, consolidate meaning out of a stack of data and then share our findings with like-minded people. There we go. So we like to be like, okay, this is all that I've read. This is all that I've seen. This is all that I've heard. Um, some potential challenges that we have as um, the seekers of Life Path 7 is the trust, um, to trust and be open. Um, we sometimes don't trust mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm. which is why we don't trust others. Um, I think it, it, 
it's not easy for me. And I talk about that a lot to trust people because I have to build some form of trust, which I don't know where that can come from. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to do some deep sea diving. Well, I know I need to, but it's like really hard for me to open up to people when I'm not fully comfortable with who I am or with the way that I move. Cause I can't like track how I'm moving like this, you know? So that's one challenge that comes with us because if we don't trust ourselves and we don't trust others, how do we grow and how do we have how do we have the comfortability to gain knowledge when we just can't like trust anything that's moving around us? Yeah, like it's just like why are we very meticulous with how this is moving and why is, why do we have to even beat ourselves up? And I see that in myself as well. Um, I'm not going to name all of the challenges, but uh, another one um, I noticed for me is it says to honor your need for privacy. <laughs> and I, I i i read i read the one about trust and then owning privacy because that is how i own trust hmm. i need people to understand that i don't need to be an open book in the beginning because once i f- i need to f- um be able to say this is something that's mine and i don't i can't like give it to you yet if you get what i'm saying like my privacy is something like i can't just be like oh this is some things that i'm going through this i have to like build up to that and I think that is something I like once you respect that and be like, oh, like I think I do it to people is like, you don't have to open up to me about like if I ask how your day is and you're like, there's a lot of stuff going on, I'm like, I respect that. Because if you I don't I wouldn't want you to be like, so why why did this happen? Or tell me about your father. And it's like, oh, I didn't really want to do that chat. So it just to me, it's like it was it's very interesting reading that those are my potential challenges, which huh. I mean I think it's saying so to go into more depth, it says to honor your need for privacy. If you learn to balance your need to uh, for private time with your need for social interactions, you will feel more fulfilled. Mm, um, wow, look at that. And That's accurate for him. <laughs> I can tell you guys that right now. I, <laughs> I, I, I get that. I think I don't know how to balance it because I... I don't, I, I don't know. I think there's safety in, in privacy. Yeah. I think it connects to the same thing about you not trusting. Yeah. Like you just, like, it's a safe space in your it's, home it's, by yourself. It's, I, it's like, I, I have no, I have nobody judging me. I have nothing interfering because it's just me. Yeah. However, I do complain about being social. I, that's something I, I can attest to. And I, being meticulous, I realized that in order for me to be, stop being a quote unquote hypocrite, I need to get out. And I need to stop saying no and then being like, oh, I get, I don't get invited nowhere. But it's like, no, you don't get invited into places that you want to go, uh, which is a difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've done a good job this week. I'll yeah. say that much. I think, I, I mean, I wanted to go too this week. Like, I was like, I have nothing to do. Like, I'm like, it's a good day outside. Like, I, I enjoy going to things where um, I'm learning about something. Mm. Like, I don't need to go to the club every week. Mm. I don't need to go out to eat every week. I mean, unless I'm trying a new restaurant. I think yesterday was so dope to me because I was learning about a lot of things. Like, I was learning about you and Omar's relationship even more. I was learning about Omar as an individual. I learned about another restaurant in in the D.C. area. I learned about that park. Like, it just was me just, like, regurgitating information. Oh, yeah, like the embassies? We saw yeah, the embassies, embassies. And I was just like, what is these? Like, it just was every... And I'm not going to say it needed to be purposeful, but it was purposeful. Well, so that's the yeah. thing about um, me, because I'm such a fly-by-night person, <laughs> and sometimes it seems like I'm just, like, doing anything by a whim, but yeah. those whims, anytime I go by my own whim, it always ends up being so gratifying. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, this really, like, powerful moment where I'm like, wow, I'm glad I did this. Like, the payoff for me following my whims is greater than me, like, being 
precise about every single move. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. And then um, our strengths, um, you are wise beyond your years. Yes. Um, learning to cultivate and embrace wisdom is your life's purpose. You will team. You will learn more effectively through um, having direct expressions and trial and error experimentations uh, than through reading books and being told. I fucking live by that. I I think it's my Aries as well. That ah, I, I, yes. I, I, I fuck up. I, in order for me to grow, I need to learn. I need to make mistakes. Absolutely. I believe that. I am hard-headed. I've always been as a kid. Do not tell me what to do. Yes. Because if you tell me what to do, I'm going to go opposite. Me too. Because I I think, like, I understand, like, oh, I don't want you to learn from my mistakes. I get that. I'm not going to do some dumb shit like, oh, I'm going to jump off this bridge without a parachute because you told me that. You know, I'm not like that. But I'm saying if there's a, if there's a, if there's an idea or if there's a, a, a option and it's, I, I see no bad. Like, if, for example, like, okay, me going to the movies with this person versus me staying at home and working on something. If I want to go to the movies, I'm going to go to the movies. Even if I know I got something to do. You know, like, I'm always like, and then if I fuck up and fail that test, then I realize you shouldn't have did that. And I think people also wonder, like, if you know that something is not good, why do you still go through it? Why mm. do you... But it's like, it's not that I don't know that it's good. I think that this option is better. Yeah. You know? And I think that that's something that always correlates with me. It's like, I love trial and error. I love experimentation. It's seems like they want you to follow your intuition too. They do. And, and, and they do because I think there's moments when I don't do that. So it needs to happen more. Well, you know, a lot of times you've told me that you've had intuition about like people yeah. um, or about something happening. And yeah. like people would normally be like, you know, you're paranoid. But I'd be like, no, I, I know exactly I, what you I mean. Because I'm an observer. Yeah. I don't just go into spaces and be like, I trust everybody. I'm like, we good. We cool. Well, yeah. your your intuition seems to be very much based on your observations as well. So yeah. that, I think there's credibility in that. Yeah. So it isn't like you're just saying shit just to yeah, say Yeah, no, I, I think people interpret that as some things. And I'm like, no, I have a degree in this as well. Like, I'm not going to try to throw away my degree, but like, I know nonverbals. I yeah. know key indicators of somebody not interested. Like, yesterday, there was a person that just kept bothering you. I knew that person was... I knew that you were uncomfortable. Jesus. And I was, I was uncomfortable as well because I didn't know that... I'm like, please don't stay around. Please don't. And the person kept doing it. And I'm just like, girl. I'm too nice. Because I should have just been like, can you go away? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then another strength for me, it says um, that I have high expectations of myself and yes. others. I keep reviewing and I keep reviewing my expectations. Um, I, allowing others um, as much as myself, their journey. And then this runs the gambit from letting go of your impatience with good, bad drivers to forgiving someone of uh, for having deeply hurt you. Um, mm. I, I have I have high expectations for everybody because I don't think people are intentionally malicious. That's true. I don't think that people are purposefully trying to. This first of this, I let so many people back into my life <laughs> that is not needed. Is <laughs> because I'm like, oh, they didn't mean that. I'll give you another chance and things like that. And I think that like sometimes I don't. I have high expectations for myself because like I just know I deserve better in certain things, and then I'm just like. I don't know. I'm, I'm hard on myself, but like I also like know that if I keep pushing and I keep like going hard for something, I will achieve it. And then also like I think with other people, sometimes other people don't think that about themselves. Yeah. So like I have this expectation for you, and then it doesn't go through, and I'm just like, girl, I thought you was going, you was going to kill this shit, but you didn't feel it. Which is like, oh, that's something I always do, and I'm like, 
I was interested in your saying uh, your relationship to betrayal. I thought that was a really, like, an interesting part of that. Mm-hmm. So if you guys ha- end up with the life path number seven, yeah. um, what did it say? Did it say that you will feel that you had been betrayed several times? A yeah. Year? And our, so in the video with Felicia Bender, she definitely talks about us feeling like we've been betrayed a lot, which that... <laughs> I, I think I, I walk around with this this notion that a lot of people have hurt me. Mm. Um, and I think it's a valid reason because yeah. I've been hurt, but I hurt looks like various forms of hurt to me. It doesn't have to be, oh, this person like directly like physically put their hands on me or the, b- verbally said something to me. It was their actions. Like the way that you moved was something I really didn't appreciate, mm. you know, or the way that you handled the situation. It wasn't that something I would have thought you would have done. Um, and I thus feel like I'm betrayed. Um, I think that's because we have, I think it goes back to our, our high expectations for people. It's like, we have these high expectations for people. So when they fuck up, it's like, damn, I feel betrayed. Like you, I had all this stuff for you and then you didn't do it. And I feel like and you, that betrayal kicks in. Yeah, um, I get that. And I, I, it's interesting because I, 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 I talk about how a lot of people have hurt me and then go into like, I didn't realize it was a sense of betrayal. <laughs> like, I didn't realize I was like, sensing it until like I heard like you seek a sense like you will feel a lot of betrayal how does that feel like here because that was the thing about the life path thing and so forewarning if you're gonna do this they they ruffle your feathers because they do tell you some of the more sensitive spots of your life so I really appreciate you for reading out your challenges I should have done that as well Um, because I can I can I'll read a little bit more of the betrayal thing so it says one of my challenges it says um to come to terms with your feelings about past betrayals and instances of being misunderstood. Um, that's a challenge. Um, the pain you felt you feel has been compounded by the fact that you stated out trusting, you started out trusting and setting yourself up for being misunderstood or taken advantage of. Mm. Um, I <laughs> that is that clear understanding of that. But you I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So just uh, I'll I'll very quickly um, yeah. bef- so we can move on to the yeah, next yeah, yeah. thing. I'll very quickly list the challenges for the life path number nine. Sorry guys, I apologize. <laughs> um, so one is to embrace that you're meant to lead by example, not by lip service. So they don't want me to be like a hypocritical like pastor, but actually live what I teach. Um, come to terms with your past, since acknowledging and healing issues in your past is a major part of your life's work. You may find that you dwell in the past and use those experiences to excuse present behavior or place yourself in the position of the victim. So that's the reason I can recognize it in other people is because mm-hmm. I know that I have historically <laughs> been like, oh, I'm, I'm a victim. victim. Yeah. yeah, that's why I know when Nini does it. Yeah. Um, step back and see that because you can become a fanatic on almost any subject, you allow extremes in thought and action to overtake you. Mm. I do become quite obsessive when I find a new thing. That's the reason <laughs> we're talking about numerology. Yeah. Yes. Um, my favorite one, though, this one, um, or my favorite two, one is to work through family issues. You can have a rebel mm. without a cause mentality where you exert control wherever you feel you can for no particular reason. When you decide this. that your life is truly your own making and the past doesn't control your future, you'll release yourself from feeling powerless and angry. That's very true about me. I do find very small ways to exert control in my life because I feel like there are so many ways that I don't have control. Mm-hmm. So I, there, And I have called myself a rebel without a 
protocols and have been that way since I was a very young boy. Mm. Most important one for me, and I, I really want you guys who are Life Path number nines to listen to this one because I think it's going to relate to, it's going to hit home. To ensure you don't become lazy or feel entitled, you may not have been required to take full responsibility for your life, especially if you come from a privileged family of origin. Um, so... Yeah, I, I was saying that these challenges will really help you see some of the darker parts of your life, like some of the parts that you maybe not don't want to like acknowledge, or maybe like having someone say it to you is like, okay, well, hold a bit, shake my wig, shake my wig. So check those out if you're going to check out your life yes. path number. Make sure you're looking at your strengths as well as your challenges. Shout out to you for reading your challenges. I was going to ask you, but I didn't know if you had um, I, what I was specific because there's so many different articles that we can use. So I didn't know if you had the article, and I didn't want to like. Well, I do think you guys should start with Felicia Bender once you have your life path number. Use numerology to get the other numbers, Mm -hmm. um, which we've both done. So the next number we have... um, Soul Urge. Yes, the Soul Urge number, which same numbers, one through nine, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, What's yours? Mine is um, the Soul Urge number three. So it's mine. So we can... One sweep, girl. We knew we was like... Um, So the way for you to find... Your soul urge number, correct me if I'm wrong, it is um, based on the, the vowels. The vowels? I think it was the vowels, right? I thought it was a consonant. Oh, no, go ahead. It might be the I consonant. Don't, oh, you're probably right, though. I don't know. So there's one, don't quote me, y'all, but there's one you base it on the consonants in your name. Well, your... tell them this one for now, because we. I know what the consonants one. We'll get to it. I think that's the personality number. I want it. This is vowels. Oh, so you, you're, you, well, you tell this because it's adding up the vowels and I did mine's wrong the first time. (laughs) Yeah. So the, your soul urge is derived from assigning numerical values to certain letters of your full birth name using the Pythagorean, um, alphabet. Don't worry about that. Um, for the soul urge number, you only use the vowels. So I used the E, I, um, E, O, E, and I in my name. And did, and you used your full name. Yeah. So I, fun. If you have a middle name, use it. Devry didn't use the junior. It wasn't necessary, <laughs> yeah. I don't think. Um, yeah, I didn't use my junior. Yeah, but so you don't have that many. Not a lot of people have a lot of vowels. And if you do, whatever. Yeah. Um. So it's really easy. I don't recommend you do it yourself because you actually have to, if you're going to do it, you would have to list the Pythagorean chart, not yeah. number chart down and write the whole alphabet. So just find a calculator online, y'all. It's very yeah. easy and they're pretty reliable. So why don't you tell us what the three is? So the meaning of soul urge number three. Uh, when your soul urge number three when you are soul urge number three, it means that your innermost guiding principle is creativity over anything else. You're likely to manifest creative talents that are not only impressive, but likely to be legendary. Yes, in social community. Legends, in social girl. circle of community. And when you're aligned with the energy of the number three, you, you radiate joy and creativity, balance, and purpose. Our soul challenge number is number four. So numerology gives you the soul urge number and the challenge number. Mm. So with our challenge number being four, it means that we have times that we are that are very difficult for us. Um, and then other times that are quite easy and enjoyable. Yes. We benefit from focusing and applying um, ourselves and our work and personal life in a way that gives us way more freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, this comes easy because we're self-directed or in leadership roles, which yep. is true for the both of us. <laughs> yep. um, and if we're managed by someone else, it may cause us to feel oppressed and tempt mm-hmm. us to rush through our work to get it over with. Yeah, I'm definitely like that. I hate when people are in charge of me. Like girl. I'd be like, girl, I'm my boss. I And it goes to, I believe that it says that our, we, 
our bosses. Like yes. we are entrepreneurs. Yes. We create our own businesses because we will be able to have our own creative moves if we own our own jobs. So that that was the thing too that like it gave us a specific career path that we would go into. Which with is our position. It's true. Yeah. I didn't realize like in my role. I, I so before um I got the role I'm in now. I wasn't in charge of anyone, but I was like training and yeah. like, managing people. Yeah. And I like when I was at Target, I was a assistant, you know, or <clears throat> executive team yeah. leader. So like that was my role. I do really well with leading the people. So mm-hmm. it was, and I know that about you as well. Yeah. So it's really interesting that mm-hmm. that that's the case. Also, whenever I micromanaged, I found this happened in um, my senior year of college. This lady asked us to turn in like updates of our project, like mm-hmm. regular check-ins. Like and where I you at? Hated that. Like oh. Do you know I didn't do a single one? <laughs> and she, she did it so much, I waited until like the last week to finish the project. Mm. I was like, nah, I'm gonna do it on my own damn time. That's funny. I, I definitely agree with that. I think when I don't know, the, when I feel like it's just being very like meticulous. Yeah. Picky, I just am like, let's pump your brakes. So the expression number, I believe, is the one where you actually use... Um, Constant. Yeah, so it's calculated by much like your soul urge number by assigning numerical values to the letters in your name. Um, except in this case, we use all the letters in the name because each letter and its corresponding number and vibration combine to form the complete picture of who you are and how you express yourself. So we would do every single letter, not just the vowels and not just the consonants. And just a disclaimer, I know we're spitting a lot of information at you all, but this is just a form of reference and resource. Yeah. We don't like assume or like expect you all to know, understand all these things at the beginning of you reading it. Like, I, it took me a day. I think I did homework. Oh, good. Was, so I just could talk about it. But we just want you all to have that resource and also, like, have a little bit of understanding of it. So don't be like, oh, shit, these niggas talking about so much. It's because we're well, we know a little bit about it. So, yeah, I will <laughs> say, like, I, the amount of, the information I have about numerology I've acquired in, like, the last, I want to say, three or four months. Yeah. Um, and I just taken it in doses. <laughs> I did two days. <laughs> I've taken it in doses. I, so I watch videos. Um, So, again, and I think we can go through the, yeah. uh, the, resources at the end of mm-hmm. this again yes because i also have a youtuber i really like but um it's not as intimidating as it seems and it can be really really fun because yeah. you can cross check your experiences to what they're saying so you might be like no nah, i don't agree with that the yeah. way you would a horoscope yeah and then there's gonna be other things where you're like yo this shit is crazy it's like the fact that i could pull from moments in the last like hours yes was ridiculous. Like, oh, this was an example of me over here trusting myself or trying to be meticulous. Like, uh, it was interesting. So I, I do agree, you know, to a certain extent with all this stuff. But okay, our expression number. So this is, is describes the magic that you bring into the world. Yes. Um. Is. So it is uh, basically how you're creating your future mm-hmm. um, and how you express yourself, of course. What's so your number? I think my expression number is eight. Mm. Which means that I have a natural talent for organization and I use it to control the circumstances around me. I am ambitious and persistent and quick to take action on Mm -hmm. things that need to be done. I do whatever I need to to accomplish my goals according to these people. I think that's true, but I'm not typically conscious of it. Um, my expression number is six. I am the caretaker. I am responsible, Ooh. loving, self, uh, self-sacrificing, protective, sympathetic, and compassionate. Loyal, maternal, idealist, healers, or teachers. You're a loving and caring individual with a tendency to put the needs of others before those of yourself. You're responsible and trustworthy with a high regard for justice and honesty. 
So drop those jokes. This one reminds or says again that I am not attached to like material wealth, but also says that I have a tendency to take on too much because I don't trust in the abilities of others. Mm. So unfortunately, that's truth. I and I try not to be a judgmental asshole, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's in the girl. I'm not gonna lie to you, <laughs> and I just be like, they ain't doing it right. <laughs> they is not doing it right. My coworker used to get so mad at me because when she didn't like we we were I was uh, um, in charge of the clothing, mm-hmm. so if the things weren't styled the way I like needed Didn't them like to. It. I'd be like, yeah. no, this doesn't work. This is not how you like merchandise this. And she was just like, <laughs> and it's not that I think that people are incompetent, but I am a perfectionist mm. and I hold myself and other people to a standard that is often unfair or impossible. So yes, I often I try to take control of things because I at least know that I'm going to be diligent about them mm-hmm. and like detail oriented. Mm. So. so it's because it, I'm thinking about that. So um, it says that I am like my what was it my what number was that again? This was the my life hat. Oh, like seven that. says I'm high. Have high expectations, and then you just talked about yours as well for people. So yeah, it's like hmm. interesting. Um, what's the next one after expression? Isn't it? Uh, I don't. Um, yeah, oh, well, what's the expression challenge? Did you get your expression challenge? No, I didn't get my special challenge. It does so. It does say that I have a natural gift with flowers, gardens, and animals. Is that true? Girl, no. You know what? <laughs> I, I liked being outside yesterday. You did well with the dog when she was here. Oh, and I you loved didn't the, think I, you I would. Hated, okay, so I hate animals. I think it's because I was traumatized by like uh, just dogs like jumping on me. But I think like it, the innocence. I think was what I enjoyed when when the dog is just relaxed. Also, I rocked the baby sidebar to sleep at work uh, a couple nights ago. I think it was on my Instagram, and it was so cute. I was like. Oh, this is what I was born to do. But anyways, yeah, um, my challenge. I don't see I mean, challenge so, for me. Again, numerologists will give you your strengths and your challenges. Um, I don't think that you should... I don't think anyone should use it solely. Mm. Like, I think you should pair it with something else because some of that stuff is a little iffy. Yeah. Um, again, Felicia Bender really is the best one to do it. Mine is seven, and it's just like... Um, it means that I need to focus on trusting other people and developing mm-hmm. my social life. Mine says you um you must also guard against other meddlesome behavior and domestic tyranny or always Ooh. having to have your own way in a family dispute. Do you feel connected to that? I I I, I kind of feel, but I don't. Um, I mean, if you don't, you don't. You know. Yeah. No. I'm just like I I, I mean I, I guard myself against like unnecessary bullshit like medicine behavior. I mean, I think everybody should. But it says always having to have your own way in a family dispute. Um, I don't see that. I do, I've been told that I am controlling. Like, mm-hmm. I do want things to be a certain way in my, like, household. But I just, like, I think it goes with my expectations for certain people. So, I kind of agree with it, but it's not like, it's my way. Everything needs to be this. But I've been told by my family, which I think is just them misunderstanding who I am. Yeah. That, um, I want it my way when I'm like, girl, I don't care what y'all do. I just need y'all to respect moi. I get that. <laughs> so I found the one that's consonants. Yeah. It's your personality number. That's Oh, did we forget that one? It's the last one on here for me, I oh, think. Oh, personality number. I think... Because I, that was my person... Oh, we didn't do personality yep. number. Did you get yours? No. Do you need to figure... Yeah, you did. We did that. Oh, we wait, 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 wait. It's on my phone. It's, it's on my phone while you talk about yours. So um, the personality number is... Also done the same way that the soul urges, except that it's your consonants in your name. Am I saying that word right? It's Cons- a consonant. Consonants. There's no extra T. The consonants in your name. Um. So for mine, it'd be the D, V, N, um, J, R, M, and then K, N, and G. 
So mine is five. Oh, mine's was three. Remember, it was the same thing. Oh. That was the thing. It was it was three. So my personality five that I have a what they say the persona has a vibration of five means that I have a lot. I like to have a lot of freedom and variety in my life, which is very true. My style is usually very trendy, and others may want to imitate me. So I always... <laughs> People want to always imitate me. So, like, I never want to say shit like that, because what the fuck I look like walking around saying, like, the bitches want to be me, the bitches want to be the girl, they want to be me. But no lie, I was wearing two turtlenecks to work, and suddenly it was like... I mean, I think, you ex- I think you probably exude the confidence that people want. So that's why they're just like, ooh. This, this is doing this. I'm going to try to do this. But then you're like, girl, this is not your energy before me. So it's keep it the same. flattering and also weird because <laughs> I'm I'm not purposely hoping that people will like do something that I'm doing. You're not, you're not thinking about it. I'm never thinking about it. But yeah. I do start to slowly notice when like something has evolved in a way that is like... So, side note, it's shit like this that has gotten me accused of being like a terrible person. <laughs> there, have, there have been three people who do not know me uh-huh. who have been very intimidated by whatever possible influence I have. Or like, I don't want to say over the people I love, but like when it comes to the people that I love and that love me, yeah. that um, because the love is so pure, they think that like I have control. I don't have control over a single fucking person. No. Um, but I think because these things are semi true, because like I am a person who um, has, I guess I would call it i guess and in, not intoxicating but like a infectious yes i mean it is you have an intoxicating personality like it's it just does not you can't just be in a room and nobody like comes swarms to you right like that's not that's just your energy it's a i, I think i was gonna use contagious because it's like the same shit it, it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i don't like see it's weird for me to talk about this like, like it doesn't sound cool, cool for me to yeah. sit up here and talk about like i mean it's, it's, like, it's like we talked about it it's not your intent you know what i mean yeah, like i'm not, I'm not trying here. to be i am so great and people <laughs> really love me but people do flock to me yeah because of like these things that they're saying here um what's your number again i'm sorry Five. Five so it says, you are likely very attractive to others, which can work to your advantage much of the time. Um, and then, yeah. So, however, you will probably also have people who are jealous and treat you with resentment or even anger at times. Mm-hmm. When you consider the feelings of others and keep your humor lighthearted, you'll attract many friends and have an enjoyable social life. I think I do try to maneuver around those things. Like, I had to learn to be happy for myself, but also, yeah, like, keep things light. Just like that, like, make a few jokes or be self-deprecating just yeah. lightly so people can feel a little more relaxed. Mm. So my number is three. We Yay. love life. Um, we are charming and extroverted mm-hmm. um, we are the ones who are always looking for fun and often called a magnetic person a magnetic personality he or she is enthusiasm he or she enthusiasm for life seems to be contagious for other people and the potential of creating and inspiring people to create is almost limitless I think that's true though this is obviously not his or her fault so yeah I agree with that like I love supporting other people I love just I like just wandering around and just like enjoying what's happening Sometimes, you know, now, sometimes. But no, I, do, I, I, my purpose is just I try to be happy. I try to support everybody around me. I try to like give an energy. Like I will love. Like this is why I created this platform as well because yeah. I wanted to like give yes. off this person this love and this space for other people. I just love it. Um, That's very true about you. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, but it says, but some may seem. Um, see us as too superficial and interested only in amusement and fluff. Hmm. That's why we should avoid being insincere, conceited, and vain. Does it say, have any advice for that? Um, it just says avoid it. <laughs> um, no, um, 
sometimes some people look for continual comfort and beautiful surroundings and thus have the artistic ability to create an inviting and pleasing atmosphere. Um, no, it doesn't say how to avoid it. So, that was something I think I would have liked from the Life Path and numbers and all these identifiers is just a little bit more advice. They do well to say this is what you'll like deal with, but I guess it would have to be an individual thing. Yeah, I'll have to like probably purchase like an article to be like, these are some things that you need to avoid. But isn't it interesting to have this information? Like imagine if you if you were not already self-aware to hear these things about yourself and then to actually put them against your experiences mm-hmm. could be like some really revealing stuff for you but and you, to really help you navigate. This is what I, I always realize. This is why I attract older people, older men. Oh, it's because I am always learning about myself, and I'm able to like articulate my expressions. I'm able to like look at all these things, and not say I take all of it as a hundred percent, but like it does co- combine as who I am as a collective, and I can speak on those things. So I think I also there's people. I'm not gonna say younger because that's biased and all that stuff, but like I think some few people li- sit down and purposefully gather who they are. Well, I think there's yeah. so many distractions. Yeah. I've, you got to focus. Yeah. You got to definitely focus on you. Because you think so many of us are so, like, overwhelmed with trying to achieve that we mm. forget that, like, we have to know ourselves for all those things. My thought has always been... Sorry for rushing that sentence for mm. all those things. Yeah. My thought has always been it will be through my self-knowledge that I will acquire the things I want. I definitely achieve agree. the things that I want to achieve. By, yes. I, I don't know where it was that people got the idea that you do everything first and find out who you are later. And maybe that works for some people. Uh-huh. Maybe that model works. But I know that my model has always been if I know how I work, I can work around myself. Yeah. If I know how I think, I can think for myself. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I I agree with that. I'm always trying to learn. I always want to work smarter, not harder. Yes. So I'm like, let me figure out what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, and let me work to that. Let me find the resources for all of the things. I definitely agree with that. I don't see why people... I, I don't understand why people just don't, like, do that. Which to me is like, is that that hard? So tell me what you think about about Life Path numbers. Like, what do you? what is your overall thought about this process? Um, I So I... I am somebody that, like, I talk about it. I enjoy, like, cultivating a personality or sense of identity and figure out why I move certain ways. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. I think that it allows me to understand ways that I move and not unintentionally do it. You know, like, I didn't know that what my life path was and how these things were adding up with day-to-day stuff. Mm. So it's kind of scary. Because I was like, (laughs) I do this on a regular basis. Like, I do these things casually. Yep. Um... And I think it's dope. I I want to like start to like talk more about it with other people. Yeah. Like I want to like wear my numbers or something like this is Ooh, my life. Path. Okay, girl. Like I want to be like I don't know. I just want to be like. Mine's on my jacked. <laughs> of all the places, come on. I wanna, I'm like looking. They're like, what is this? Basically, so they don't come in with no bullshit. But they gotta also know what that is too. Yeah. Well, maybe but it'll I, teach them like to yeah, go look it up. I, like, what does that mean? I I enjoy it a lot. I just love finding like, ooh, I like personality things. Like, I like trying to do like, I even want to do reality shows to see how I am in certain spaces and like responding to people. Yes. that's why I want to do it. I too. like experiments. Like, I'm like, ooh, put me in social this, experiments. Yes, put me in this situation. Like, I like even told my job, I was like. Let's do an escape room. Let's do like a mock something. Like I just love like testing my personality or testing who I am, so I can like get a well-rounded space. Mm. I mean, a well, a well, uh, a well-rounded me. Because yes. I think I, I need to learn. I'm still learning me. I think I'll never grow. I mean, I'll never stop learning who I am because we change at different points of our lives. Right. But I, at this point, I'm like fascinated with how all this is 
together. So I I love it because it seems practical. Yeah. Like I, the the idea there's I mean there are people will tell you that there is no credibility in anything but science and science is built on numbers. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's like so much of a Ooh. argument we can make about, you know, against n- numerology. Mm-hmm. Um, now, attaching meaning to something is one thing, though. And I understand that we get to decide what we believe when we attach yeah. meaning to anything that goes for religion, spirituality yeah. or any other practice. Um, but I've been able to find a lot of comfort in this because of how it reiterates what I have already mm-hmm. heard about who I am. I think that okay. has truly been the coolest thing is yeah. to see some of these things repeated. Like, whoa, like y'all, this is like really who I am. It mm-hmm. makes me feel grounded. I'm able yeah. to ground myself in stuff like numerology because um, I think I can relate myself to a higher purpose. And when I'm unable to see, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, because I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but uh, sure. one of the articles was talking about like, I think oftentimes people don't know who they are because they don't connect their life or they're moving to a higher being yes and it doesn't have to be god it doesn't it has to be just something spiritual like moving with an intent or bigger than you a lot of us or a lot of people don't do that thus why they are so mundane yeah and they're they're laws laws and shit like Lost. I mean, you think I said lost? Oh, I said yeah. laws. I was like, oh no, lost. Yes, they're so lost. Yeah, that's mundane. That's the that's what mundane. No, yes. Oh well, it'll work. Lost. It worked. <laughs> no, it worked. Yeah. Um, I I think having this information will. I'm trying to remind myself of it because what it has done truly is give me a lot of peace. Mm. So when things go that. well, I'm like, this is what I deserve. Like, this was written for me. This is like my destiny. Mm-hmm. My destiny. And when things don't go well, I'm relating it to what they told me about the challenges I'll face. Like, mm-hmm. this is something that is truly going to make me stronger. People tell you what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And it sounds like some bullshit, like, that just makes you, so you can get over it. Mm-hmm. But it is true that the types of challenges we face are ours. Like, that, those problems are very unique to you. Not saying that other people don't feel them, but that you are feeling them for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. And I think having that makes me feel like it gives me the power to feel encouraged to actually overcome them. Mm. That's some. It's been really helpful. You made me think about something. Yeah, sure. What is it? I'm thinking about like um, tying us into like work relationships. Yes, for some reason. Yes, they like, do that. By the way, I, consulting. I'm trying to like. Like, think about that. I was in my head, so thought, like... So, look up numerologists in the area because they do consulting at work. So, mm-hmm. this is the thing I really wish... I really want workspaces to tap more into stuff like this. A lot of them are, are smart enough to tap into Myers-Briggs because yeah. they can say there's a credibility with science. But I would love for them to tap into the numerology as well because understanding how people work is like, okay, now I can get you to be as productive and yeah. happy as possible. You know you can't dangle... Like, I'm a person, you can't dangle material things in front of me no, to shit. make me work harder. Yeah. You need to... I need to feel connected to my work or feel like my work is helping humanity. That's just who I am. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to note for you guys um, is that your name can change, so yes. your personality number can change, and I think that also means your soul urge and something else, too. Just think about how important the name is to the identity. Yeah. I don't think people pay enough attention to that. It's the reason why some trans people would change their names. Like, you, who you, what you are called mm. is very much tied to how you move and interact with the Earth. We really truly Come on. are some of different things. It's so interesting, right? That's a soundbite right there. Ah. <laughs> My mom gets mad at me that, like, I go by so many different names, but it's really a way to adequately acknowledge the various parts of who I am. Mm -hmm. I have only come up with these different identities because I am not one thing. Yeah. And, yeah, like, my name means poet. 
Um, and that's true about me somewhat. I, I can be poetic sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, like, I want to do the personality number for Derwin. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, for Joan. I, like, yeah. I want to, like, everything I've ever called myself, I want to do this test yeah. with those names and figure out who that person is. Why did I choose that name and what does it mean about me? Because that makes me think about when people have stage names. Yes. Like, so what made you yes. that as your name and not go by your original name? Because you become someone different. Yeah. That, and, and it's it's still a and part of who you are. And also but... Yeah. Whatever. But it definitely becomes a, a piece of who you are. Yeah. Like, also known as... I loved talking about this with you. I'm so glad I that did. you wanted to do I it. Just, I am like, I love this. Like, I'm just like, always like, oh, bitch, I can just talk about this now. It just makes me have more to talk about. Yes. It just makes me have more to understanding of how I am. Mm-hmm. And when I can go into conversations and I can, like, think about just, like, how I'm moving and how other people are moving. I think it's just... I love it. I love, like... Oh, I, I talk about it a lot, but I love to grow. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. We t- we're a little masturbatory of the way we talk about growth. We, are, we are like, <laughs> we are like, I want to learn, bitch. We get like, like, we have like, we get a high off of it. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> we are like, whoo, I'm this. Fucking nerds. <laughs> right. Give me something else to take my test Not for. you scratching your neck like a, <laughs> uh, a drug ass. Woo, Chad, I need some more, I need some more personality. Give me more knowledge. Give me knowledge. So no, um, it goes with, a, wow, I, I appreciate it. I'm so sorry. We, I really went off the deep end. It's <laughs> it's okay but um any last yeah so um resources felicia bender's yes, number one Felicia Bender. i will say the number two is numerologist for your full report it's the quickest way to get all the numbers we discussed yes. i know we gave you a lot of information i hope yes. it wasn't too daunting i also hope you guys are interested in what we exposed about ourselves i think it, it took a lot for um for us to just because t- there were some things i didn't want to read because i'm right. like oh, this is my damn business yeah yeah we read a couple um i word new world numerology oh is another aside as well um, and then another one. That Bridget she- Love on um, YouTube is really, really good. All her ones about Life Path number nine have been very helpful. She even it's, did it's like predictions. YouTube, you yes, YouTube. Bridget Love. Oh, that's B R I D G E T T E space L O V E. Love. Mm-hmm. She did January 2020 predictions. Oh, girl. Now, of course, because mine were good, I loved it. <laughs> She's like, life path num- number nine, this is your year. I'm like, girl, yes, I already knew me. it. All I need- and I had already known that about this year. Like, I know yeah. this is going to be a great year. So to hear her say it, I was like, bitch, the universe has really been speaking to you, girl. Fuck that shit up. Um, yeah. I think that's that's the, those are the resources we have. We will post some more on our social media. We will get more. We're getting, we're getting more, in, in, I mean, active on our social media. We're going to post some more stuff on our social media except for when we upload. But we'll post yeah. these sources there too um because i'm like really obsessed so <laughs> okay um so last but not least what has brought you no that's not it sorry um <laughs> to close out our affirmation uh yeah i was doing the affirmation but i think we're gonna do that at the end of all of our intro to our exits so if you want to um learn more about me on my social media and my twitter you can follow me like i tell you all every episode underscore lord every that is it's pronounced lord every but it is wait hold on lord it is Devery. spelt lord every but it is pronounced lord devry which is underscore l-o-r-d-e-v-e-r-y and you can follow me on uh twitter at free negro <laughs> i don't know what i was about to say free must say your name <laughs> free negro f-r-e-e N-E-G-R-E-A-U-X yes. and then on Instagram at Derwin King. I'm sure y'all know how to spell it but if you don't, D-E-R-W-I-N K-I-N-G. And if you want to write in to us about what you found out about your numbers as well, we would love that. You can hit us up on our Instagram and our Twitter 
in our Gmail. Please, 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 please. We want to like know what you talk all to y'all. numbers yes. as well. We're probably going to post some things on our Twitter just to get you all engaged. But if you want to write in, chat with us, you can hit us up on our Instagram and our Twitter at ThatBlackBoyJoy. And if you want to hit us up on our um, emails, it is ThatBlackBoyJoyPodcast at gmail.com. And... What is your affirmation? So, uh, mine is, my life is getting better every day. Mm. And it is. the. I think mine is, the more you know about you, the better you are in life. I love it that you come up with these, because I read mine off of an app. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it wraps up the thoughts of the show. And also, like, in the beginning, I was using the same fucking one, Be So In Love With Who You Are. I which I head. It moves, it, that is my, mo- that is my, literally my, 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 my motto. motto. Is to be so in love with you, who you are, but also just the it abundance. works for today yeah. too. <laughs> yes, it does. But also just like learn more about yourself so that you could be better in life. Like yeah. it just it just helps you when you know why you're navigating certain ways and things of that nature. So you're not mindlessly walking through the earth. Child, people be walking around blind, Ooh, child, and you really ain't lost. blind for real. Mm-hmm. You just not you just numb. I can't wait to see y'all's um, numbers. Yes. I can't wait to talk about this with y'all. Okay. And I think that is it for this episode. That we love you out. all. That clubs us out. Peace be with you all. And your boy is out. Bye. Your boys is out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>